Okay, so this is pretty stunning news, uh, if I were to say so myself. It's very exciting, so I'm just going to get right into it. An ex-CIA agent claims that aliens kidnap more than one million people every year. Now, before I start this, let me make very clear, this directly ties into, I didn't mean for it to, but it, it just so happens to tie into the episode I did regarding the 1954 Griotta Treaty that President Eisenhower signed with a, a one or two spe- extraterrestrial species, which was that human abductions were permitted, certain amounts every year were permitted so long as that they exchange certain technologies with us. Now, there's been speculation and whistleblowers saying that the aliens didn't exactly give Eisenhower what he wanted and they started kidnapping more people than what was agreed upon because I think it was something like you can kidnap up to 60 or 70,000 people a year. It ended up being like a million. And so it's very interesting that a former CIA agent by the name of Daryl Sims, who actually had investigated in the CIA more than 2,000 alien abduction cases in his almost 40-year career, his almost 40 years of working at the CIA. It's interesting that he, he speaks of this. Now, being a CIA agent, he had access to some of this classified information, which he decided to share with the public. Now, let me make something very clear. He himself, Daryl Sims, is still alive to this very day. I'm going to do my best to have him on an episode down the road. With that being said, he did not provide any documentation. Because again, if he had, he'd either be dead by now or he'd be in big shit. And he wouldn't have even been alive to make this statement. The CIA would have probably found out years ago that he made copies or took documents or took proof of sorts of these documents, and he wouldn't be the man that he is now, nor would he be alive today. So the ex-CIA officer also has an interest in ufology and has investigated many cases that were associated with the abduction of people by alien representative representatives. Now, he warns that most aliens are actually aggressive creatures, so we should be very, wi- be very uh, wary of meeting them. Now, let me also make something very clear as well. I've heard this as well, that most species are very much in it for themselves. There are a few that are extremely peaceful, but that doesn't mean that they haven't seen wartime, but they're just extremely peaceful and are not looking to harm us. Now, again, I think it would be a little bit ludicrous for people to not think that an agreement has... Uh, hasn't been signed at this point for us humans to still be alive because this technology that these extraterrestrials have seemed to be so advanced, it's, it's not even funny. They could probably wipe us out within a matter of hours or minutes. I mean, I'm talking about the whole globe, right? Now, let me also state that when I say kidnappings or abductions, that doesn't mean that people are abducted or kidnapped and then they're taken and flown off and they're, they're never seen again. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about are the people who are kidnapped and, I mean, this is going to sound a little bit funny, but it, anally probed. A lot of them have, talk, have talked about tubes being put into their, their the holes of their private parts and d- not just their private parts, but their ears and their eyes and all that. And, and 
some have talked about how they don't remember much. Some have talked about all they remember is not being able to move and being unconscious, placed back on the ground after they've been abducted. And so there seems to be some sort of connection between science and the spiritual world, which is that when they abduct these people, there seems to be, or these victims rather, there seems to be a sort of psychological slash spiritual slash scientific method that they use to calm these people down or not have them be able to move their bodies physically while still being conscious, alert, and awake mentally and psychologically. So for the past several decades, supporters of the existence of extraterrestrial civilizations have been saying that representatives of alien civilizations have long been kidnapping people in order to conduct experiments. Now, I wouldn't rule this out to be completely honest with you. Right Now, in an interview with the YouTube channel UAMNTV, Sims claimed that he knows seven types of humanoids, among which there are greys and creatures that, according to their external data, are very similar to humans. Moreover, Daryl then claims that some of the aliens were created on our planet with human DNA. Let me say something very carefully, and I want everyone to hear me out. He said this in an interview with the YouTube channel UAMNTV. Shout out to them, I guess. Um, but the video was then later removed and deleted permanently. Now, who removed it? Who deleted it? I don't know. I don't want to get into the, the legalities of that. And I don't want to create a, a, a conspiracy where there is none about it being removed. All I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it up to you guys to interpret for yourselves, is that the video was then deleted very shortly after. Why? <laughs> Take your pick, guys. Take your pick. Who the, the, the reasons could be so vast, I'm not even going to mention it. All right? But ultimately... When Sims claimed that he knew of seven types of humanoids, among which there are greys and creatures and, and all that and different ones, this sort of lines up directly with what other whistleblowers have said. I'm not making this stuff up. I mean, the, you can look into it. You can look at the records, check the records, check the documentation. Not only do the documents say this, but the whistleblowers, even the CIA agents that Astro projected to Mars, they all say they see the same sort of concept or or creature if you will or shape and that i'm sure there's more than seven species out there but all of them bob lazar stephen greer former cia agents whistleblowers people who are dead now whose videos are still on youtube former navy people commanders military men secret servicemen people who served john f kennedy like waiters on his on the on the private presidential air force one plane have all said they've witnessed things along these same lines. There's a handful of humanoids, handful of species that they know about. The greys are the most common, but they are certainly biological probes. They're, they're robotic, so to speak. They have no reproductive organs, things like that. And that the whole concept and the technology behind the UFOs and the different shaped UFOs all come from the same science. Okay? And... It's very interesting when you look into it because if you check the documents and you check the records, what you'll find is that it all stems from generally the Alpha Centauri star, the Zeta Reticular star system. 
and Alpha Centauri. That's not to say those are the only two where that, that inhabit living alien beings, but those seem to be the only two star systems that are closest to ours that inhabit these beings. Now, again, keep in mind that Sims, when he says he knows of seven types of humanoids, he's going off of the information that was disclosed to him at the CIA, uh, the CIA that he was allowed to look at while he was investigating. Doesn't mean that the CIA gave him everything. I just want to make that very, very clear. Okay, now let's move on. So, Sims then says that some people, after being abducted, enthusiastically speak of their experiences and talk about the incredible technologies of extraterrestrial races, right, which I mentioned earlier. Some talk very negatively and say that it's affected them their whole lives. Others have said that they witnessed some incredible things and they still have memories, but they're not consistent memories. And again, I think this has to do with the different methods that these beings use on people. And I think that that's very, uh, that, that shouldn't be understated, let's say. Now, quite often, people don't even realize that they've been inspired by the positive aspects of meeting with extraterrestrials. So they're unable to speak the truth because they simply defy it themselves. And there are also people who have had their memory erased, like I mentioned, so they can't remember that they were abducted or had been experimented on or they remember very vaguely or the, as they get older, they seem to be recollecting things. Again, there seems to be something going on with the mind, with the human mind, that gets put into this sort of, I guess you could say, coma or form, state of unconsciousness where the mind cannot remember. Okay, now Sims claim to know more than 2,000 cases of abductions of people by aliens, but he was sure that based on his research, one million people every single year are abducted. And he himself also claimed to have been abducted when he was very young. Now, again, there's no correlation there, but it, part of that was seemingly the reason why he got into the CIA, but again... It, I'm sure that wasn't his, his modus operandi or his main form of motivation. Now, according to Sims, though, when he was abducted, the aliens did try to alter his childhood memories, using other memories of his to kind of shadow that. And I spoke about this before with the medbed technologies and other different technologies that uh, of age regression and memory screening and things like that, and, and false projection memories and, and all those kinds of things that ultimately have been taken from the knowledge and, and utilization of extraterrestrials. But he ultimately said that these ETs tried to make him believe that he saw a clown and, to, and tried to make him forget about the meeting and the abduction. He also mentioned something very interesting in his blog. He mentions that no speech or communication of any kind comes from these things, he refers to these aliens things, or whatever it is, end quote. Which is very interesting, because this falls, again, this falls in line directly with that of those that have spoken about the different types of forms of communication. Most of them seem to do so telepathically. And... If we apply that to the human race, it seems like that that's the way in which we're going right now. It's certainly 
very far off, but it, it's certainly the way we're going right now. And it seems like the way in which these people are going, or the, these, these, uh, the way in which humans are going, sorry, is very lenient, or li sorry, linear, into the same direction of that of these other extraterrestrial beings, except we're just much farther behind. Now, that's also not to say that there may be other species or beings out there that are much farther behind us. There's been a couple cases, I know, for example, in the second Star Trek movie, I think that came out in 2012, with, with Chris Pine there, it showed them visiting planets and trying to introduce different technologies to, to beings that were primitive and very, I guess you could say, not as advanced. And sort of praised people like Chris Pine coming down from what they called the heavens, which was really space in a spaceship. But they saw it as these godly beings coming down and visiting them. And I know it's just a movie, but I'm trying to make the connection because I'm trying to relate it to that of what this gentleman is speaking of, as well as the fact that of what other uh, what other historic scriptures have spoken about. And the reason I say that is because when you look at things like the Book of Enoch or the Nephilims and the Giants and the Watchers and things like that, for that, I don't know. I don't know what those things were, but to talk about when Enoch's father, I believe, said that he was traveling, or Enoch said, I think, that he was traveling through the heavens, and he was on a, on a, a, a ship of sorts. He didn't say the word ship, but he described it as that, traveling through the heavens. Clearly, he was on a UFO ship traveling through space. I mean, very clearly. It, it, it's very evident. And ultimately, when you look at the, the drawings and the rocks and different things, it really makes you think. It's like, okay, they, they, something's going on here. This isn't the first time this has happened. And to think that there are different beings and different species with different histories and all that, it really makes you think what the hell was really going on. And so it seems like the, at least humans, or at least the, the yeah, humans, I don't want to say Americans, let's say humans, were kind of grappling with this idea back in the 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 40s the the 30s 40s 50s 60s by the 70s and 80s they've kind of established their own format or technique or method or way of of going out there and communicating with these beings and there seemed to be some type of terminological agreement of sorts and so it seems like since then there's sort of been this consistent, relaxed mode, if you will, of, of aliens and beings not being something that surprises the, these officials when being spoken of or spoken to or asked about. And the reason for that is because there's been so much of an established, I guess you could say, system that's been put in place. And this ex-CIA agent is just one of many who I don't even think, again, I'm not trying to take words out of his mouth or, or, or quote him inaccurately, but it seems as though he was not allowed into certain classified programs. And if he was, then it, he hasn't spoken about it publicly, at least to my personal understanding, knowledge, and research, ultimately. Okay? And so I think that this ex-CIA agent stating this is something that the mainstream media doesn't cover, which is another ridiculous thing. Why they won't cover it is 
honestly, it's fucking, it, it's beyond me. But we have to take a step back and we have to understand that, again, I've spoken about this many times. I'm just trying to do this for the sake of referencing and reminding people. There is a sort of overall overarching concept behind all of this that allows us to look even from a public level without being privy or without being allowed access to this type of information there's sort of an overall conundrum of events that took place over the last 70 80 years that sort of when you piece it all together it all makes perfect sense it's all like holy crap this happened and this happened it's sort of like there's a stage of events that occurred in which are sort of scattered and they're meant to be scattered and there's falsified information and there's disinformation put out there as part of the psyops but when you kind of go through all that and you peel back the layers of the onion so to speak you start to realize things are starting to add up this former ex-CIA agent was at this place at this time in the CIA which matches up perfectly with this and it, it connects all together and so that's ultimately what I'm trying to do with these videos and these episodes I'm trying to create a sort of a connection if you want to call it so let me know what you guys think let me know if you would take this gentleman's word seriously I personally do there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with him and I'm not one to judge but certainly he seems like a very reputable guy and I mean if he wasn't reputable he wouldn't have been at the CIA for 38 years almost 40 years right so we will catch you guys next time and again please would uh would be great to hear your guys' opinions on all this. Thank you very much.